Hi, you're listening to the Your Time Now podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Chamley, and I'm a mindset coach whose passion is to inspire and empower women. If you're ready for that next level, this is the place to be. Listen to the podcast each week and learn how to silence the inner chatter and start to live life on your terms. It's mindset coaching with a magical twist. So there'll be lots of spirituality, some meditations, some madness, some inspiring stories from other women, and it's all designed to help you claim your power back now. Hi everyone, welcome to Your Time Now podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about emotions and hopefully help to give you a bit of peace and a bit of clarity around some of them. Because you know, as women, we are emotional beings. We are run by our emotions. We literally let them control our life a lot of the time. And we're taught that that's the way to be. You know, you're a worrier. We fear all this stuff. We think about everybody around us and we're scared for them all the time as well and we think the worst going to happen and we just live in this pit of worry fear angst guilt a lot of the time like so much guilt how much guilt do women have like I I've said in other podcasts I felt guilty for relationships I had 20 years ago like seriously why are you carrying that baggage with you and everybody does and I know you'll be on here and if you don't put your hand up and say that you do stupid things like that then I know that you're lying because that's the thing with women we're not taught to handle our emotions we're not taught about what they're really about we're just taught that we have them we're emotional and we get told that you get told oh you're so emotional stop being so emotional so then you bury it and all it comes out as is negative actions negative feelings feeling like you can't be yourself, feeling like you can't actually shine because you're not showing every part of you. And if you show that part, you're not safe. So you feel like you're not going to get enough loved. So we're just in this spiral effect. And we all have this place, which is our emotional home. So for everybody on this call, everybody listening, man and woman, everyone, We all have this emotional home and this is our comfort zone. This is that place where it doesn't matter what's going on, we tend to fall back into this emotional place. So when you think of the last week, for instance, if you had to write down everything you've experienced, good and bad, so all the positive emotions you've had and all the negative emotions you've had, and you had a list on both sides of the paper, and I recommend you all do this as well. So Think about one week, this last week that you've experienced, what were all the positive emotions and what were all the negative emotions? So things like passion, hopefulness, contentment, boredom, discouragement, blame, worry, jealousy, hatred, rage. You know, what was coming up for you? What what was your fears over the last week? What was your feelings over the last week? What, What side of the paper is weighing out more? So when you look at it, are you feeling more negative emotions normally? Are you feeling more positive emotions normally? And get that list in your head, you know, have have it down on a piece of paper. And what you'll find is the ones that you say are your probably top three on each side that you feel the most, that's your emotional home. So you think about you could have a top three emotions 
on your positive side and a top three on your negative side. And this is kind of your emotional space. This is where you tend to go back to now and again. So if you're a very passionate person, that could be your emotional home that you're so passionate. But then on the other side, you could have hatred and rage because you've got all this passion inside you and then that comes out. So it's thinking about what's your natural space? Is it boredom? Is it feeling lonely? What is that place that you generate back to and feel is more comfortable for you generally? Is it worry? Do you call yourself a worrier? Because if you get to the point where you start to understand your emotional home, what you can do then is start to think about how to change it. Because this isn't set in stone. None of these, none of the stuff we talk about when it comes to feelings and emotions Yes, you might have felt them for a very, very long time, but it doesn't mean you have to take it to your future. You can decide to start to change that emotional home. You can decide to start to add more positivity into your life, add more passion into your life, add more love, add more joy, add more hope. You can do all of this, but nobody's ever told you how, so you've never done it. We've always stuck to our root core of this is us, we're a warrior, we're this, we're that. But no, it's like anything, it's like a muscle, we can work on it, we can move it forward, we can get it to a better space. And you don't have to accept where you are now is where you're going to be. Because let's be honest, I have friends who are in their 50s and they say to me, Rachel, I'm a worrier. You're never going to make me change on this. You're never going to make me change. This is me. And I just think to myself, oh my God, that is so sad. I feel like crying for them because I think, imagine if you have another 50 years of your life left and how good does it make you feel being a worrier? Does it kill you every day? Do you feel crippled with this pain of worrying every single day? And then you want to carry that on for another 50 years, possibly, or even another 30 years. For me, that's mind blowing. I'm like, why would you want to do that to yourself when you can change? But because you've been told and conditioned that you can't, you're just accepting it and then thinking, well, this is me. But then when you're saying this is me, which people say so lightly, like, this is just me. This is who I am. They say it lightly, like, but that is powerful. You are saying, you are giving yourself an identity. You are making yourself that person. And then you're giving yourself that sentence of this is me forever. Do we want to do that? Like, have have a little chat in your head at the minute. Do you want to do that? Whatever you're telling yourself now, do you want to be that in five years time? Do you want to be that in 10 years time? Do you want to be that in 15 years time? And do you want to be that in 20 years time? And if the answer is no to even five years, let alone 20, then listen and listen carefully and please do something about it today because it doesn't have to be like this forever. It really doesn't. So please, please, please just think about this. What we can do, we can change it. We can start to build that muscle we can start to move your emotional home so that you're not feeling boredom all the time. You're not feeling lonely. You're feeling passion. You're feeling joy. You're feeling excitement. You're feeling hopeful. You're just feeling full of life because this is your life and you deserve to be the happiest, brightest version of yourself that there is. So that's the only answer. That is where you need to be.
And if you don't, then there's fear involved. And if there's fear involved, there's always going to be fear. There is literally none of us on this planet are ever going to stop fearing. We are always going to have something to fear. So we can never avoid it. It's never going to go away. There's always going to be something that's going to come on your path and trip you up. Look at COVID. It's been, everybody's had these stories and journeys over the years. And it's been like, oh, this person's ended up with cancer. This person's ended up had a, a husband died for some sudden reason that was unexpected. Somebody else has had to care for their partner for the last five years and it's been heartbreaking. There is always something. There is always some story. There is always some heartbreak and trauma that we all have to go through. So do you want to be armed going into that in a place of low frequency emotions or do you want to be armed going into that knowing that you can handle anything knowing that it's a fact of life knowing that it happens to everybody in some way shape or form and yet you can still have a beautiful life regardless or do you want to live in fear anyway ruin all the bits of your life that are going well and then end up these things happen because they'll happen anyway to all of us. None of us are immune from things that can take us off our path. But some can go into it with a positive outlook and some can go into it with a negative outlook. And who's going to come out the other side better? I know which one I want to be and I know which one I have been in the past because I was that pessimist. I was the one, why is this always happening to me? Why is my life this way? And then I'd give myself an absolute bitch slap and turned it round and like, Rachel, get a grip of yourself. This can change. So now I want to do that for you. So this is about changing that emotional home. Now, when we think of emotions, emotions are energy emotion. Energy emotion, that is all it is. So it's about feeling it, letting it go. Feeling it, letting it go. That is all. But us women, we love to analyse, we love to give it a good meaning, we love to think, well, where's that come from? Why have we done that? Why has this happened? Why does that make me feel this way? There must be some reason. It must be linked to my childhood and it must be linked to this and that and everything else that's ever happened to me in my life. And we could come up with a whole list of why this feeling's popped in our head at that time. And yeah, it will be linked to your childhood. It will be linked to some trauma because what's happened over the years, you've conditioned yourself through your experiences and all your experiences, external and internal, have conditioned yourself. So what's happened is you have a meaning for every single emotion going on. So if you feel fear, you're feeling fear because you associate it to something you felt when you last felt fear. So you're giving it that meaning. Well, I'm really scared because this makes me feel unsafe or this makes me feel unsafe. So when you go into a room full of people, you could walk into that room, you could have two people walk into the room and the same woman could give you a look. So imagine you walk into a room at a party and somebody up from the other side of the room gives you a look. And you could have one woman who walks in and she looks over and she gets this glance off this other woman and she walks in and she goes, oh, well, she doesn't like my dress. She makes, she thinks I look awful. Look at her. I can see what she's thinking. This makes me feel awful. And I feel awful because that woman is looking at me in that way. And I know what she's thinking. She's thinking I don't look nice enough. Who's done that? 
And how the hell do you know what that woman's thinking from across the room? But you've given it a meaning. You've given yourself a meaning to the feeling that you're feeling. And then you're blaming it on the other person rather than just accepting, I don't really know what she's thinking. She might have something in her eye and I look amazing. <laughs> We're never saying that to ourselves, are we? But that's what could be happening. Whereas another person with a different outlook could go in that room and that same woman could give you the same look and you're like, look at her. She likes my dress. She thinks I look amazing. Thank you. Strutting off to the bar, get myself a drink because I'm looking hot. That could be another person. Totally same situation, different outlook. Think about people like you're out on a walk. Next thing starts to absolutely pour down the heavens open the biggest amount of rain going and you're stood there thinking oh why does this happen to me I was having the nicest walk and then this happens and now I'm soaking and you've given it this meaning because you feel sad now because of this rain because this rain makes you feel a certain way because this rain does this thing to you or you could be on the walk and this happens and you're like oh my God, how funny is this? And you actually feel joy and laughter because you find it hilarious that you've just been caught in this rain shower. And, you know, why didn't I look at the weather? How daft am I? That type of thing. It's the meaning and the link that you're attaching to it that is creating that perception of the emotion and how you handle that. And it all comes back to that emotional home so if you are genuinely a warrior, a doubter, a bit more pessimistic, insecure, guilt, them type of emotions, and that's your general feeling, then you're going to be the one that feels threatened when a woman glances at you across the room. You're going to be the one that feels like the world has ended when you get rained on. Whereas if you're living from an enthusiastic, excited, positive mentality most of the time and you look at things that way and you put the meaning to things that way, then you're going to go on that walk and feel excited and just like, isn't this great? Yes, I'm getting rained on, but doesn't it feel amazing? How good is it to be out in the rain? Like, really? So it's it's a muscle and it's down to us to start to change that muscle and think about which one do you want to live in? Which emotional home do you want to be in? And you can do that in lots of different ways. So we need to start doing it by changing the way we look at things, the meaning we're applying to things. And often we apply things, different meanings, because it's all about us. I would say the negative scale of the emotions, I call them suffering. So that is suffering. Because if you think of it, nobody wants to be living in worry, doubt, discouragement. Them, them feelings, are you suffering? Personally suffering if you are there. And if you are there all the time, then I feel heartbroken for you. I genuinely do. Whereas on the other side where you've got enthusiastic, content, hopeful, passionate, freedom, love. That side, that is your beautiful state. That is your ultimate beautiful state. 
that is where we want to be. And I personally live in a beautiful state every day. So what I'm going to give you today is my 90 second rule. Now, this has, has been taught many different ways before by lots of different people. But let's just say it's a 90 second rule that is going to shift you very, very quickly. So when you feel this emotion, yes, you can decide, you've got that choice at that point, whether you want to add that meaning to it. And by adding that meaning, you're often judging somebody else, judging the situation, judging everything that's happened. And when we do that, we go into our ego mind. We go into that ego brain, which is our mind, basically. But our ego mind is built up with all the conditioning, all the different people's voices, all our ancestors' voices. It's all coded in there. It's all from our DNA. It's all in there. Some of it, some of our opinions might not even be ours. And yet we think of them as true, as fact. We just say it's gospel. That's it. That's us. So you have a choice. As soon as you feel that emotion, you can sense check. Is this mine for one? And do I want to carry this on? And for me, I put my 90 second rule in because I don't want to carry it on. I want to get myself in that beautiful state and then see how I feel. See if I genuinely feel this way. So the beautiful state rule, the 90 second rule, is literally get crazy. Set a timer, 90 seconds. Get absolutely crazy. Get your body moving. Get yourself dancing. Get a song on. Do something that's going to shift your vibration into this rapid change, this rapid movement. But it has to be your body moving because it's all about your physiology. Remember what I said, it's energy in motion. That is emotion, energy in motion. So what do you need to do when you feel this heartbreak? You feel this thing, you feel it straight away. Get moving, get 90 seconds on your clock. Do like jump, star jumps, dancing, get a song on, something that's going to pump you up, something that's going to take you to that ne next level, something that's just going to fill you with like so much happiness and craziness, like a little kid celebrating. Imagine you are jumping about your kitchen or jumping about wherever you are you can tell I jump about my kitchen quite a lot of the time but wherever it is for you wherever that thing is just do it get, go and get yourself if you're in the if you're in front of people go to the bathroom honestly go to the bathroom and just stand there and just move your arms and legs really fast like a little kid stamping in the toilet nobody's gonna see you nobody's gonna hear you but just get that heart rate pump and get the blood flowing through your body for 90 seconds. Just 90 seconds of pure exhilarated energy, pure energy, whatever is right for you. Just boom it like, right, this is me, 90 seconds. I'm getting this out of me and just do it and then see how you feel. And believe me, you are going to feel a shift. You're going to feel a mega shift. So you could have been angry and you could have been putting all this meaning to it and angry because my partner's done this and done that and done that. And actually, when you think about it, what's your partner done other than you will have expected something of them or you will have put a rule on them? And who are we to do that? Like that is not ours to do. They're their person, we're ours. How much do we like being made to feel like we've disappointed somebody because they expected something from us and we didn't know or 
somebody set a rule on you which you don't even know so somebody said like in their own head if Rachel did this then I would be happy and I don't even know that they've set that rule Mike does it to me all the time because of my timekeeping I know in his head he's like if Rachel would just hurry up then I would be happy and I get to the front door and I'm bouncing happy hi Mike let's go and he's like He's got face on because he's had to wait for 10 minutes, but he never gave me the time that we were meant to be leaving. So I don't really, I don't let that phase me because that's down to him. He's setting his rule and yet I didn't know. So I'm ready on time in my head and I don't let it bother me anymore because that's his to deal with. But if I put a meaning on that, I would feel bad about myself. I would feel guilty, but I don't because I wasn't communicated to. So I don't feel this anymore. And it's freedom, freedom from all these expectations of other people. So imagine if you could do that for yourself. So I'll go into how we make these expectations and things on the next podcast that I do. But for now, just please try my 90 second rule. If you're feeling that emotion, if you're feeling low, you're feeling lonely, you're feeling discouraged, you're feeling disappointed, whatever it is, go and take yourself off for 90 seconds or do it with your kids. Do it with your partner. Like you and your partner are having an argument. Say, time out, 90 second rule, get the songs on, let's get dancing. Like do it with someone, do it with whoever you're arguing with and make it a religion because what it'll do, it'll start to shift after this 90 seconds. You are going to feel amazing. You're going to feel excitement. You're going to feel happy. You're going to feel joy. And that, then you can take that into whatever you're doing because you won't feel them emotions anymore. We don't have to keep giving them this real deep emotional value that isn't even based on fact. It's based on years of bullshit conditioning. Who wants to do that? No, you want to live your beautiful life. You want to live in your beautiful state. You want to live an amazing life. Then get changing, you know, get programming yourself, get rebuilding these muscles that you've just built up over time. So we're just reversing it back a bit, but we're having some fun with it. We're doing this 90 seconds. So please, please try this one. I know you'll all love it. And I want to hear about your experiences. I want to hear all about it. And if anybody wants to get in touch with me, I do, um, obviously I do my cards, but I do coaching sessions and these coaching sessions are powerful. So if you want to get in touch with me and get things really moving, get yourself to the point where you're going to be changing these habits, you're going to be changing your life for good and you're ready. And I want people who are really ready, who want to make that change, who want to live a beautiful life, who want to live this magic every single day. And if that's you, then reach out because I am ready to work with you. I'm so ready to help people who are at that stage. No offence, but I know people are at different stages of the journey. And sometimes people like to stay in this zone of misery. And if you're there, then I wish you all the best of luck in your journey. And when you're ready, I'm ready to shift you. But I want the people who might have been in that place but now they're like burning. They've got it in them. They want to go. They want to move. They want this beautiful life. They want this magical state. Come and work with me. Come and just message me and we can see what magic we can make because I am ready to help you gorgeous women and men if, if you've got this in you as well to just move to that place because it is so much better. It is really so much better than what we've been told to live and you will not regret it. 
And please, please try this 90 second rule today. You are going to thank me for this one. It is amazing. So enjoy it. And I will speak to you on the next one. Bye. You've been listening to the podcast from Rachel at your time now. Catch me next week for more mindset coaching with a magical twist. Can't wait to see you then. Bye.